0: Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach Laura Kelly teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, professional certified coach and practicing attorney, Laura Kelly. This should come as no surprise to anyone who knows me, but I have no chill. Accepting that I have no chill, and that I'm not as easygoing as I would like to be, has been a 20 year process. But as I've mentioned many times before, I believe awareness is the first step to growth. And about 20 years ago was the first time it was actually brought to my attention that I had no chill. I think I was a sophomore or junior in college and was riding passenger in my crush's truck. This was before we had the word situationship. And actually it wasn't a situationship, it was really just an awkward situation. Anyway, we were discussing something and I said, I think I'm a pretty chill person, probably in a really chill, no writer style way. And he laughed and he told me that I was not, in fact, a chill person. I was offended. I desperately wanted to be the nonchalant cool girl a persona that I was socialized in the 90s to believe was the best kind of girl and still believe to this day in some part of my heart. But my friends, he was right. I've never been the one who goes with the flow and I rarely miss an opportunity to share my thoughts and feelings. In college, I was a debater and in my philosophy classes, I was the go-to person picked to eviscerate my conservative counterparts. And I went hard. My Facebook feed used to be filled with angry tirades and debates. You could say I was a trendsetter for that particular platform. Over time, I discovered that going off on an angry tirade never changed another person's mind about a passionate topic. Instead, it makes the other side just dig in their heels. Most of the time now, I try to find common ground by asking questions and making inroads that way. I doubt I'm changing any minds, but it feels a lot better. And sure, sometimes when my passion gets the better of me, I can be less than chill. A couple of weeks ago, I was at a happy hour and a man told me that he didn't care about the abortion issue because it didn't affect him. Let's just say that didn't go over well with me. The audacity. In my life, there are countless examples of me going hard and having no chill. And don't get me wrong, going hard has its place. If you're a client, most of the time, you want your lawyer to go hard for you, but not always. I found, especially in a practice like immigration, aggressiveness will not get you as far as relationship building and finding creative solutions. In my practice, I try to get justice for my clients by making everyone's life easier when possible. I go hard in my appeals and my motions, but I never allow my demeanor to be anything less than professional and respectful in immigration court or communication with personnel from the Department of Homeland Security. And believe it or not, I practice civility no matter how hard it gets. Again, it feels better for me and it gets better results for my clients. So I know I have some chill in me somewhere in there, but I still get worked up in areas where I have core wounds. I get activated when I feel that I'm being treated unfairly in my personal life. You can ask my mom about what happened when an entire family tried to cut in line in front of us in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I get especially worked up when my particular core wounds of unworthiness or abandonment get activated. I have no chill. And I have tried to power through and force the chill because I don't like feeling these wounds getting activated. And again, I want to be the nonchalant cool girl but resisting the reality of my feelings has just made me even less chill. What I have realized is that I am a reactive person in particular circumstances. I cannot pretend to be chill when I am not. Pretending and resisting will not make you more chill. It will cause, however, an explosion, and that's the opposite of chill. I made a New Year's resolution to be more peaceful, another way to say more chill, And that resolution promptly failed because I tried to be peaceful by resisting my emotions and pretending to be chill when I was majorly freaking activated. And there was an explosion of emotions. Fortunately, I know that progress isn't linear and awareness is the first step in getting back on track. And you don't have to take my word for it. Here's what Eckhart Tolle says about resisting and repressing emotions, especially negative ones. In one of my favorite, if not my favorite book, A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose, Eckhart Tolle says that resistance to emotions is not only a common human experience, it's deeply tied to the workings of the ego and the pain body. And the pain body is a term he uses to describe the accumulation of emotional pain over generations and over a lifespan. Tolle suggests that resisting emotions only serves to amplify them. He explains that what you resist not only persists, but grows in size. This is because resistance creates an internal conflict, which intensifies the emotional energy involved. He also introduces the concept of the pain body. The pain body, as I mentioned before, is the accumulation of emotional pain over generations and over a lifetime. The pain body feeds on negative thoughts and emotions. By resisting emotions, individuals inadvertently Energize their pain body as it thrives on the drama and conflict created by resistance. And a core aspect of Tolle's teaching is the power of observation and, yes, awareness. He advises that instead of resisting an emotion, one should observe it with a sense of detachment. This means recognizing the emotion, feeling it fully, but not identifying it. For example, I don't want to ever say, "I am unhappy." Unhappy is not my identity. I could say I am experiencing pain or I am experiencing discontent, but I am not unhappy. I am not depressed. I am not whatever. Insert emotion there. Awareness allows the emotion to be there without being controlled or identified with it. Totally emphasizes that the importance of accepting what is includes accepting emotions as they arise. Now, acceptance doesn't mean that you enjoy or approve of or condone an emotion. Instead, it means recognizing that the emotion is present and allowing it to be there without judgment. This acceptance often leads to the dissolution of the emotion as it loses its power when it's not opposed and resisted. And ultimately, Tolle's teachings about emotions are tied to his broader message about transcending the ego. By becoming more aware and less resistant, individuals can begin to step out of their egoic mind patterns and experience a state of higher consciousness where emotional turmoil has less impact. All that to say is that we don't want to pretend to be feeling something different than what we're pretending. And we don't want to force ourselves into situations where we are resisting the reality of our emotions because that takes us out of the present moment and it makes them last longer and it, again, causes explosiveness of of emotion over time. So back to my New Year's resolution and, of course, because I have no chill, I have a plan to get back on track and get a little bit more peace and chill in my life. And so these are the steps I'm going to take. First, I'm going to practice mindfulness meditation daily, even if it's only five minutes a day, I'm also going to honor and accept my emotions rather than resisting or repressing them. I am also going to be authentic about my experience rather than pretending that I am good. I am going to endeavor to process my emotions before reacting to them. And five, I am going to accept that I may never be a totally chill person. I don't think I'm ever gonna be the nonchalant cool girl. I am probably never going to reach enlightenment, but I am still inherently worthy as a human being, like all human beings, including yourself, and my lack of perfection does not make me unlovable. And no one can abandon me or reject me, as long as I do not reject or abandon myself. Six, I'm going back to basics. I'm rereading A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, as well as The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck. I am treating myself with kindness and compassion. And I am also, eight, treating others with empathy and ascribing positive intent to behavior even when my mind tells me stories that the person is doing things on purpose against me. And finally, nine, I am going to endeavor to remember that all things in life are imperfect, impersonal, and most importantly, impermanent. I hope you find this helpful, and I hope to report back that I have cultivated more chill in my personal life. And if you find this has helped you cultivate more chill in your personal life or professional life, please let me know so we can talk about it. Laura at thejoyfulattorney.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend so we can get more ears here. Until next time, stay joyful. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.